ethnic group, club, organization, company, municipality, individual, or anyone or anything. He's a surgeon. He's a 100-ton boat captain. He's a lieutenant on Seaside Heights Beach Patrol in New Jersey. He's a member of the Coast Guard Auxiliary. He's Dr. Michael Ketchmar. Need answers to your medical questions? We have them. Listen in to hear latest on medical topics related to all that and more. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Michael Kachmar. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, this is uh, uh, Scrubbing Up with Dr. Michael Kachmar, and uh, I'm here actually by myself today, and um, we, um, we, uh, we have this uh, medical program that we do uh, every, we try to do it every week, and I'm here today, and uh, I'm trying to work all the cameras and everything by myself, so hopefully we won't have any issues and uh, we have uh, three topics we want to talk about today, but I just want to let you know about myself. Uh, my name is Dr. Michael Kachmar. I'm a board-certified reconstructive foot and ankle surgeon. I work in uh, Tom's River, New Jersey, and uh, Ocean and Monmouth County, and uh, I've been practicing for, oh, oh 30 years, and uh, again, I do surgery in the hospitals. I have office practice, and we've been doing this program for, oh, about three years now. Uh, we haven't done a scrubbing up show for, ooh, Several months, I have a I fractured my shoulder, <laughs> so actually having a plate taken out next week or this week. So anyway, we will go to our whiteboard. Uh, I love my whiteboard, and we're going to talk about a couple uh, topics today. We're going to have a quick show. We're not going to spend a lot of time, but we have um, on the whiteboard here. We have uh, one thing we're going to talk about is edibles, overdoses, and kids. This is becoming a national problem. Uh, children are getting into these uh, marijuana edibles, and uh, they're o overdosing. I don't know how many of them are dying, but there's a lot, quite a few hospitalization. It might be up to like 3,000 so far. Uh, the other thing we're going to talk about briefly is uh, uh, gender-affirming surgery. Uh, there's some new things, a new article that came out here I'd like you guys to know about. And then the other thing is the uh, ketamine. Uh, and uh, this is, you may know it from the news, this is what uh, uh, they say uh, contributed to the death of Matthew Perry. So we're going to talk about those things. Uh, today. So I think what we're going to do, the first thing we're going to do is go into this um, this um, article with regard to uh, gender-affirming uh, treatment. So uh, I just want to make you understand, give you a little base, base, basic uh, understanding here. So you have what's called gender um, dysphoria, gender dysphoria. That's the uh, diagnosis of somebody who um, has issues with their uh, body type and, and gender. Not going to get into it. You could look it up. It's, that's just for terminology. So you have gender dysphoria, and then what you do for that is gender affirming treatment. You could that could be uh, psychological counseling. That could be medication. It could be surgery, and um, so those are the things that we're going to talk a little bit about the surgery right now. And this is an article that came out a while ago, uh, but uh, I, I thought it's an interesting uh, article, and I wanted to bring it up. So this is uh, Boston's Boston Children's Hospital director calls for drastic increases in capacity for gender surgeries for minors, and um, you know I think we all we we could say minors is anybody under eighteen, and if you look here in this article, uh, we, what we're talking about here is uh, and this is a plastic surgeon who's talking about gender affirming surgeries, and that's where you remove breasts or you take the penis off and you. Uh, you know, uh, try to uh, 
make a, a vagina. And, and, and there's, more, there's a lot more to it. There's about 15 procedures that are actually approved in New Jersey. One of the insurance companies, United Healthcare, I was looking at their uh, webpage, and they have about 15 procedures that they approve and they'll pay for uh, with, the, with the diagnosis. And, um, but this article is interesting because um, what they're talking about here is um, uh, the, they feel that due to the, uh, the states that are banning this, there's a lot of states that are banning this uh, or trying to ban it or, or reduce it, they, the Boston sh- hospitals thinking that they're going to get people coming up to see them. Uh, and so they want to uh, uh, you know, build up the uh, capacity so they can handle these. This is an interesting thing because uh, gender-affirming treatment is not only uh, being battled in the politics in, in different uh, you know, states, but it's in the medical field. I mean, there's, it's crazy right now uh, how many people. You got one group of people are on one side and another group on the other. So the, the medical profession is really having a lot of issues with this. And, um, and I just want to uh, show you one thing here. And you could read this article. You could get it yourself. Uh, but it was interesting that... Uh, the military here, there was one here, here's, and this is an, an, uh, another article that you might want to go into. It says, Pentagon doctor, Pentagon, uh, the Pentagon doctors claim seven-year-olds can make uh, decisions to be injected with hormones and puberty suppressants. So there's a big argument now. Uh, can children make their own decisions? Should the parents have anything to say in the matter? Uh, you know, it's interesting. Say the parents want the child to have gender-affirming uh, treatment and the child doesn't, or <laughs> if the child wants it, and the parents don't want it. Um, you know, same thing with abortion. Um, in the United, in New Jersey, a child at 12, 13 years old could have an abortion, and they don't need the parents' consent. But I asked the other question, what if the uh, child is, is pregnant and they don't want an abortion, they're 12, 13 years old, and the parent wants them to get an abortion? So it's kind of a, a crazy thing. Uh, but with gender-affirming treatment, there's a battle going on, and it's multi-layered. But I just wanted to throw this out. It's a great article. You guys should read this because... I think Boston Hospital, uh, Boston Children's Hospital has been one of the uh, premier centers for this surgery. Uh, it's, I'm going to do a whole show. I did a show already on gender-affirming treatment. Uh, I'm not going to get into it much more here, but I just wanted to throw this article out here. It's a battle. Uh, people are still pushing for it. I believe the new uh, uh, head of the AMA uh, is a, uh, a strong uh, proponent for uh young people getting the treatment uh, as early as possible. So that's a big battle going on in this country. So I just want to give you a heads up on that. So that's, that's, the, that's one thing we wanted to talk about. You guys could do a little more research on this. The other thing I, I want to go to is, um, is, let me get out of here. Because like I said, I apologize. I'm doing everything myself here. So here, so that was the, that was the, um, the Boston thing. The other thing, I want to talk about is this edible thing. This is becoming more and more of an, an, an issue. And, uh, you know, edibles are, uh, I don't know if you don't know what edibles are, but edibles are um, these um, these um, things you buy in the store, and they have marijuana in there. And uh, some, of the, some of the stuff, I guess, on the street could be, could be laced with fentanyl. But uh, so these are, they look like gummies. Uh, they look like candy. And what's happening, and here's an article here, and this was um, December 12th. So this is very recent. Florida Middle School, an article, Florida Middle School student 
students hospitalized after taking edibles, suspected drug overdose. And I just want to let people know that, um, you know, you, you got, you, you, your, your kids go to another uh, house for a play date. Uh, I don't think the parents there are going to give these kids edibles, but if it's laying around, the kids think it's candy, it, uh, they could get, uh, uh, you know, take it and get really sick. And mm, these are handed out in schools. Um, it's becoming a real problem. Uh, I don't know if, how many students or people have died from the edibles. I'm just trying to go through here. But I think this is an interesting article. Um, you guys can look at this here, and you can read about it. But I think this is happening more and more, uh, more and more often where uh, kids are getting into these pills and these edibles, and, uh, and they're getting really sick. I think there was about 3,000 of them last year. So that was an article I thought was really interesting, and I wanted you guys to look at it. Uh, I would, uh, you know, you could do more research on it, but you got to be really careful what's going on with these kids. And uh, the last one is something that was in the news a while back, and um, it was in October, and it was uh, pertaining to Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, um, one of the actors on Friends, uh, a great actor. That was a great um, series. I didn't watch it that much, but, uh, you know, there's reruns. And what, what, what he died from, they just came out with his autopsy not too long ago. So I want to talk about a little bit about that because this is in my wheelhouse. You know, this medic, these, are, these are drugs that we use as doctors. So here it is here. Um, so what is ketamine, the drug that killed Matthew Perry on October 28th? And um, this is out of the magazine Health. And so what is ketamine? And uh, so let's just look at what they say about his, um, about his death here. And um, I'm just going to put my glasses on here. So the examiner, so this was nearly seven weeks after Matthew Perry apparently uh, drowned in a hot tub at his California home. The, last, the Los Angeles County Department of Medical Examiner released the actor's cause of death as acute effects of ketamine. Uh, secondary conditions contributing to the death were listed as drowning, coronary artery disease, and uh, fearing as, as the autopsy reported. That's uh, another drug. I think they give that for uh, if you're you know using narcotics. Um, the underlying coronary artery disease made the effect of ketamine on the heart more pronounced. So it's interesting. So so it was the autopsy report confirmed that Matthew Perry that Perry had received a ketamine infusion therapy an hour and a, and, and a week and a half before weeks prior to his death, reportedly as treatment for depression and anxiety. So what that means, infusion, is they put an IV in your arm and they put the medicine through. It's an infusion. It takes time to deliver that medication. And it's used medically uh, for depression and anxiety. It's also used for um, pain syndrome. Um, uh, he also uh, had prescription medications and loose pills were found at the 54-year-old actor's residence at the time of his death. So what is ketamine? This is a, what I wanted the guys to know. It's intended use uh, as an anesthetic to be handled by medical doctors and veterinarians. Ketamine is also used illegally as a recreational drug. The Alcohol and Drug Foundation describes ketamine as a dissociative drug, which means it causes people to feel uh, separated and detached from their bodies or physical surroundings. And uh, so that's, that's, you know, that's what it is. And um, so the off-label use of ketamine has skyrocketed, according to this article, in recent years, despite limited data supporting the safety and e e efficacy of the, 
of the practice, according to the report from Yale School of Medicine. And uh, it's you, you know, it's <laughs> here's the funny thing about it. it's 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 colorless, odorless liquid. It can be white uh, or off-white powder. Uh, when used in a powder or liquid form, it is often mixed with beverages or smoked uh, with marijuana uh, or tobacco. So uh, depression. It, here, here's the you know, ketamine for depression. In, 19, uh, in 2019, the Food and Drug Administration approved ketamine in a nasal spray format for tr- for treatment resistant depression and suicidal uh, intent. Um, is intended to be used in combination with antidepressant pills uh, only under the supervision of medical professionals. And uh, it says here it's uh, regulated tightly. And uh, so it says here, ketamine is more uh, commonly used for treatment of severe depression and to break the cycle of depression as well as pain management. Uh, pain management, I've seen that. Uh, I know some pain management uh, facilities that use uh, this drug uh, very successfully, by the way. Uh, common causes of overdose. So, common causes of overdose death, including excess sedation, respiratory failure, low blood pressure, cardiac arrhythmia, coma, and seizures. So, it says in, ca- in uh, Perry's case, he was uh, already getting it intravenously, but it has a relatively short li- half life. So, he must have taken some soon before the pool accident. The doctor surmised. Uh, so, it sounds like it was an accidental, you know, thing. And here's. Here's a, you know, why does ketamine become so deadly? And it, it, it affects the heart, just like a lot of these things, respiratory and neurologic functions, it can be fatal. And uh, so, you know, it's one of those kind of things where, you know, Michael Jackson's interesting. Michael Jackson's death, I remember when Michael Jackson died. Um, he, um, let me get out of this here. He was getting infusions of a, of a medication that's given... Uh, during anesthesia, proper proper call, and um, it was given by a doctor, and he died. I don't think he wanted to die either. Uh, but um, you know, these are very powerful drugs, and uh, they're given by doctors. And then I think what happens is some of the patients start thinking, you know, medicating themselves, uh, taking more of it. I think it's some is you know a little bit is good, more is better, and uh, they wind up dying. It's tragic. And uh, I just want to caution everybody out there. This is, uh, you know, we've got a lot more medications out there, a lot of drugs floating around. And I tell the young kids that, that I talk to, don't take anything now. You don't know. One little pill, one little tiny pill, the size of an, of an aspirin, you know, uh, could kill you. could kill you real quick. What happens is it's just you stop breathing. We see it all the time. I, I'm going to do a show soon on the amount of drug overdoses in the United States. Right now, it's approaching 120,000 drug deaths in this year, this year in the United States. Uh, when, um, you know, right around when Barack Obama got in, I think the uh, drug overdoses were maybe in the, th- you know, 30,000, 30, 40,000. It started climbing. A lot had to do with the open borders. It was coming from China. Fentanyl mostly is, it's, fentanyl is a synthetic opioid. It's about 100 times more powerful than morphine which is grown with plants. But this is made in China. It comes over to uh, um, Mexico and then comes up. So it started to climb during the Barack Obama years, maybe got it to 60,000, 70,000. Then when Trump got in, he kind of closed the border and, and actually went after China with regard to the uh, uh, fentanyl and started going down. Uh, but when Biden got in the open border, it just, it just skyrocketed. Now it's just ridiculous. And it's not just... 
fentanyl, there's other medicate, there's other drugs, there's a, a, a very uh, powerful uh, uh, animal tranquilizer, I think it's called xylene, and uh, that's mixed with the uh, fentanyl. It's interesting, they just um, came out with a, um, you know, th- a thing about George Floyd, and it was a documentary, I think, called Falling in Minneapolis. Anyway, but George Floyd was under, uh, you know, uh, uh, under the influence of uh, what was called a speedball, so he was, on, he had fentanyl, in his system at the time. I think he had COVID also. And he had another drug. I think it was uh, uh, crystal meth. Anyway, you know, the, a lot of people mix and match these drugs, uh, you know, and you get sick, uh, you, um, you know, it, 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 could, it could end your life a lot quicker than, than you want to. So, so overdose drugs in this country is out of control. We're going to do a show on that, about 120,000. Um, so it's pretty sad. Anyway, I just wanted to say hello to you guys. This is the first show that I've done. We don't have Jeremy here today. I'm going to try to get him here the next uh, visit. But I just wanted to, uh, you know, say hello and uh, make sure that, uh, you know, you know we're still here. If you guys want to reach us, uh, we're here at Jersey Shore Foot and Leg Center. That's well, you could go to our webpage. It's called Jersey Shore Foot and Leg Center, and uh, it's up on the screen right now. And um, if you want to get a hold of us. I have a, uh, a um, you could give us a call or come on to our uh, uh, email. And that's the email is drkatchmar at iCloud.com. That's drkatchmar at iCloud.com. It's pretty easy to get a hold of me. And uh, you guys could, um, you guys could, uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, leave a, leave, a, um, leave a message and we'll get back to you. Anyway, I thank you. I uh, appreciate you uh, listening and I would prefer, or have, <laughs> prefer, I would love you to uh, encourage you to subscribe and uh, give us a comment and uh, like us. We're on uh, also um, Spotify and Apple Podcast, Twitch, Twitter, uh, YouTube, and Facebook. Anyway, thank you very much. Appreciate you tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>